You're listening to the My NFT Journey podcast. Each week our host Andy Storch will share his journey and newly found passion for non-fungible tokens. Welcome to My NFT Journey. I am your host Andy Storch and this is a show where I share my NFT journey as well as journeys of those in my network to help you along your NFT journey. And today I'm joined by a great friend that I made through the NFT community, through the VFriends community, Tim Livingston. Tim, welcome to the show. Thanks, Andy. Yeah, it was great to meet you. Um, We're both down here, Florida boys right now. In fact, I was, uh, when we met, I was teaching at a high school that you went to, right? You went to Boone High School? That's right. Yeah, we we first connected, I remember, on Clubhouse. Then we met up in person. We did an in-person meetup here in Orlando, and you were teaching at my alma mater, the high school where I went to school. But you have since left that job to go. And I remember you told me, I'm going to leave soon and go full-time into NFTs. And that is what you've done, right? You are now full-time like creating, trading, trying to make it in the NFT world. Absolutely. And you probably know this as well as anybody else. It's a it, The NFT world is a hard world to do part-time. Mm, <laughs> it yeah. moves so fast. And I feel like right now there's a tremendous opportunity for creators or any some anyone in business yeah. who wants to integrate their business into the NFTs. They can really get ahead by learning this technology now and, and using that to their advantage to promote their business, to build and to grow and to give back to the people that support them. That's really what NFTs can do. It can really help your base supporters. You give back to them and then, then also help you. So there's a lot two NFTs, I feel we're at the tip of the iceberg yeah. and we're all trying to dive down deep and see exactly what we can do with these things and how we can, you know, use them to make our businesses grow and to make um, the community come together. Cause it's really what it's about. We would have never met without NFTs. And I think it's a That's beautiful right. thing that like-minded people can come together in a, in a, in a way that's organic and in, in a way that's around artwork in a way that's around ideals around a certain individual like yeah. Gary V, right. or if you were to create an NFT around you or yeah. the NFT that I'm creating around me. Yep. Uh, and then when you invest in my NFT, you're investing in me. It's almost like um, like a GoFundMe type situation where you're an angel investor into VectorBots into my project. You believe in me and you spend some ETH on me and I take that and I, I give you a bunch of promises. I tell you what I want to do, what I'm going to do, and yep. I try to follow through with that. So NFTs are a tremendous opportunity for anybody. And it's so early. It, 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 it's so hard to do it part time. I felt like if I didn't go after this opportunity now, I would be kind of kicking myself. And, yeah. and Ethereum and NFTs, I, I think about when I heard about Bitcoin for the first time and how I was like, that seems like it would work, but I don't know. And I was hesitant about Bitcoin way back when it was, you know, you could get a bunch of it for $5. Mm. And um, I should have just been curious about it then and learned about it. And that's really what got me into this. Hearing Gary V talk about the parallels between Web 2 and now what's happening with Web 3 and how it's it's seemingly the same. And, and, And I was like, yes, this makes complete sense. When I saw Gary talk about NFTs, I really didn't understand what they were. I blindly bought one. I really didn't do my own research. I'll be yeah, honest. I was going to ask you. So I want to, you touch it. You're touching on so many things that I want to go into in this interview. And I, I want to talk about creating NFTs, 
this whole idea of like making money in the NFT space just as a flipper investor, because you know you mentioned something in there that it, it feels like you need to be full time. Because I mean, I feel that right. Like I I'm running a business and podcasts and all these other things, and I check Discord every now and then, and and it's like, oh, you missed this thing. You could have bought this thing and you know flipped it already and made all this money, or whatever. But you got to be paying attention all the time. So I want to talk about that. But I want to start with your journey, how you got into this space. So it sounds like it was similar to mine through Gary V. You were following him. And when he launched, you, you still didn't even know what it was, but you you bought one. Yes, I, I'm a big Jets fan. So when I saw this guy with a Jets hat talking years ago, he was talking positive stuff. And he's all about um, working hard and doing your homework. And, and he has been a person that has seen trends happen before they've happened. He's jumped on the YouTube train before that was a thing. He yep. sold things online and people laughed at him. Twitter in the beginning, early investor in Facebook and uh, other other companies like that. So he can he sees trends and he's very smart and he's very open about sharing his education. And so joining that Discord, uh, I got in a Q and A randomly. I was like mowing the lawn one day. I came in, got some water. Gary like getting a Q and A. It was just perfect timing. There was like a hundred people in there. I got in there really quickly. I raised my hands. I got on stage with Gary. My mic didn't work. I was panicking. He's like, how you doing, Tim? I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to talk to Gary Vee. Uh, yeah. Like I'm a technology teacher and I like completely forgot how to do anything, like how to yeah. fix my mic. I'm like panicking. I'm sweating. Burge gets me into a side chat room and he's a moderator in the VFriends um, community. And he's like, oh, you need to push to talk and you got to select a, a thing on your keyboard to push to talk and this and that. And we worked through it and they got me back on stage. And, you know, that, 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 that moment of kindness and patience uh, and it talks, he talks about it in his book, you know, two of those qualities. And it really changed my life because I, I was on the fence about it because buying a V friend at that time was a pretty expensive ordeal. I mean, mm-hmm. you're talking four or $5,000, right. With yeah. at the point for me, and, and I'd never bought any crypto before. And I'd never, I'd never had a MetaMask. And so, you know, I had to do my research, figure all that out. I, I got in the call with him and I, I asked him a couple of questions and I asked him, number one, I said, how do I create art in this space? How do I become an artist that creates for other people? I want to create for other people. I don't necessarily yeah. want to make my own project. I want to help other people. I want to, you know, musicians, if they want to come out with an NFT, I want to work with them and make their art. Somebody yeah. like you who's running a business who may not be an artist, how can I connect with them? And he go, he's like, just keep doing what you're doing. Get in these rooms, talk to people, learn, mm-hmm. uh, keep doing what you're doing. You're doing what you need to do. Just, you got to do it every day. And then I was like, well, how do you convince other people? How do you how do you tell other people that you're not crazy? How do you explain to them, you know, what this is and why you believe in it? And and he goes, you don't. Mm. <laughs> and I was like, OK, you know, some sometimes the simplest answers are yes. Yeah, and no. I feel like I remember that. You don't convince him. You show him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's you, he's like he what he said to me was um, you just be historically accurate is what he said. Yeah. And I was like, OK. So after talking to him, I was just so pumped up and I, I was a little short I, I, on the money to get it. So, you know, I had to call mom, mm-hmm. like, mom, this is what I'm thinking about. You think you can give me a little bit of a loan here? And, you know, she did. My mom helped me out and mom uh, came through to get you into came through. Nice. And I sold them. Um, I sold my magic, the gathering cards because I've had a huge magic the gathering collection. So I could, um, you know, afford the V friend and afford to pay my mom back and all that. I got my V friend at 1.5 cause all the cores had been gone. So I still got it off the site. I minted it off the site and um, it's changed my life. 
the opportunity that it's offered me, the connections that I've made through the community, meeting people like you, yeah. I've met hundreds of people like you and, and you're an incredible person. And like just being on the show, it's just, it's going to help VectorBots. It's going to help me. And it, yeah. it's going to help you with your viewers figure it all out, like what NFTs are and things like yeah. that. So it's, th- these, mu- these communities are so mutually beneficial. Yep. And um, I mean, we, we can talk to doctors and, and lawyers and, and tax professionals. Everybody's and, in this space. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. And they're all well, not everybody, but all people from all walks of life, a small percentage of, of people from all walks of life. It's still early. Last night, I went to this men's leadership meetup, which I got to invite you to come to the next one because it's, it's a cool one and it's not too far from you. But anyway, they asked me to speak briefly about NFTs and there were about 15 men in the room between, you know, 30 and 60 and I started talking about it and a couple people kind of knew, but most people were like, I have no idea what that is, which is fine. But it's just a good reminder that like, oh, we're very early in this space. Most people do not know what this is, what we're talking about, which is what this show is about, educating people because a lot of people are getting interested and everybody there was like, oh, I want to listen to your podcast. So shout out if you were at that meeting at Blake's house. So Tim, you bought that first fee friend for 1.5 ETH. And then where did you go from there? Because I think you ended up selling or flipping that one and getting another one like what what, what well, did your journey look like yeah well i i had told when i bought that first nft i i i was going to flip it like i was gonna sell it for three ETH. i was like i'm gonna buy this for 1.5 eth i'm gonna i'm gonna sell it for three ETH pretty soon like in a month or two yeah and that was the case i could have sold it for three 3.5 like a couple months after the release and I did list it. I actually listed it for three ETH. And when I listed it, I had to pay because you have to pay to initialize your MetaMask wallet for the first right. time. On OpenSea. And, yep. and I had just enough ETH in my account to be able to cover it. Just exactly enough. You have to, it was something like 80 or 90 bucks uh, left over from the ETH that I had purchased. Because uh, if, if you've never bought an NFT before, even though the NFT was 1.5 ETH, you have to pay what's called a gas fee. Right. So, right. Even though the cost is a certain amount, you have to pay a little bit more and you're never really sure what that amount's going to be. Right. So you always have to have a little extra. So a lot of people had a little bit of extra, what we'll call ETH dust, right? Right. Um, and that ETH dust changed my life. It allowed me to list my vFriend. Pretty soon after I listed it, I just started getting in the community and getting in chat rooms and learning from everybody. And the price was moving up so quickly. I was thinking, well, I could get way more than three ETH for this. Yeah. And in the back of my mind, I still was going to sell it and still was going to, to flip it. I never did sell it, though. <laughs> I, did, I did list it. And listing it, though, gave me the opportunity to create my own storefront and start selling my own art. Because once you pay that first fee, you can sell whatever you'd like. You can even yeah. sell your own NFTs through the OpenSea storefront. So I've been an artist all my life. I went to school for art. Uh, I graduated from the University of Buffalo and. um 2005. And, and, and since then, I really haven't been an artist. You know, I've been kind of, I've worked as a grocery store manager. I've worked as a teacher. I've worked as a production supervisor in a factory, but I've always been sort of like a worker, not really an artist. Yeah. And uh, this, this platform NFTs gave me a chance to sort of be an artist again, have a vehicle to deliver my art to people. I don't have to make a painting and then set up a booth at a craft show or any of that. Right. I right. can, I can self-promote on Instagram and Twitter through yeah. the communities and, and everybody, and it's just, it streamlines everything. The middlemen are all gone. The, the, yeah. the material cost is gone. The overhead cost of storing it is gone. Right. The right. cost of mailing it is gone. 
right? That's all taken care of from the, the network. The costs team. are minimal. I mean, you have setup costs technology-wise. I think you do you use an iPad or what do you use for your to create your? Uh, yeah, I use um, a subscription to Adobe, which costs about three hundred dollars a year. But I was using that anyway. I have a MacBook and a and a laptop. I wasn't using an uh, iPad at the time, but after I had some success and I was growing, I, I purchased an iPad and it's really changed the art in a, in a good way. I'd never really used a pencil before, like an Apple Pencil and iPad, Procreate. So I wanted to learn that also because I want to help teach that to the to the folks that are in my community. And you know that's what it's all about. I want to help people learn Adobe. I want to use my project to help people learn and, and, and grow in the space. Just like we're talking now, I had a Zoom call with one of my holders the other day so that they could like set up their their hardware wallet and get things kind of fixed up. So mm. what I'm providing to people is just like an education, just like I was doing in the classroom. But this is more of an individualized education between me and my holders or just anybody who's in the community, just like yeah. vFriends is too, right? So my my journey was learning the value of the vFriend and then I'm getting airdrop tokens for owning it. And yeah. the tokens that I was airdrop for owning it, I was able to sell for, I've, I've, I've broken even. Yeah, on my on my V friend investment, and then the book games came out, and I mean basically anything that you buy that Gary is in front of, like you right. buy Uno cards for twenty five dollars, and now they're worth a hundred bucks. It's like, <laughs> I know I bought those too. <laughs> <laughs> People are already selling. What 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 you're referring to? There was a V friends Uno collaboration, the Uno game card game, and they sold them one afternoon, and they sold out in like an hour, and you can buy up to ten packs. And they're not even shipping for like six months, but people were already flipping them on eBay. I think you said, like you said, they were like $25 a pack and people were flipping them for like $170 or something like that on eBay. So like instantly price increase. I bought eight of them. I don't know why I was going to buy 10. I was like, ah, maybe I'll only buy eight. And so <laughs> that's what I got. But anyway, I'm, I'm happy that I got eight of those. They'll be worth money. We love playing Uno at my house, by the way. My kids love playing Uno. Yeah. So I don't know if we're going to play Uno with the VFriends Uno cards. You probably collectibles. <laughs> um, but yeah, the book games you mentioned. So, and I've done an episode on the whole book games, like what that looked like, because it was just brilliant what he's done. Tip of the iceberg. We don't even know where he's going to go with it, right? He is innovating the um, the NFT business. He is doing that. He is, he is showing other businesses how to do it and what it can do for them and not only what it can do for them but how what it can do for people that believe in their business believe in their product the people that believed in gary are doing well now <laughs> i mean he told us to buy v friends and he told us why and then not only that but the beauty of it was was he educated us the whole ecosystem so that we could all be successful in the space and i and i see so many v friends being successful in the space because we're all propping each other up, we're all educating one another, and we don't have to sell our V friend because he showed us how to make more money elsewhere. Right. Brought us into a space where we can make money doing other things. You can get, like you said, we get there through the PFP or whatever it is. You get, you get to airdrop sometimes. I've got a gift goat which comes with different, you know, gifts that come along. The, the second one just came today. Self, I'm sure, right? Uh, I mean, yeah, it will. I think by the second gift today, probably does. But I want to get back to creating. I get this question a lot from people who reach out and it's probably the number one question I get is how do I create my own NFTs or I'm a photographer. How do I get my photographs on there? Or how do I create art and sell it on there? My answer is, I don't know because I haven't done it myself. So I was eager to get you on and I'm curious, could you tell like, take us through the process. You know, you mentioned you got the MacBook. Now you have the iPad of like creating art and then minting it, getting it onto OpenSea. And then we can also talk about building community and interest and marketing 
because yeah. just like I've learned with my book and podcast, anything else, like you can create something. It doesn't mean anybody's going to find it unless you, you go and market it and connect with people. But, but take, take us to like the beginning of the process. What does it look like to create NFTs? So the first step is initializing your wallet. So if you've never sold an NFT before on OpenSea, you'll need to pay a little bit of ETH to do a $0 transaction with OpenSea, which will initialize your wallet, which will allow you to sell. And there's other platforms where you can sell on, uh, Rarible you can sell on. I'm not sure if you can sell on Looks Rare, but you can sell on other platforms. Uh, you could create your own website and sell on your own website. But OpenSea allows for this thing that's called lazy minting. And what that is, is it allows you to create an NFT without actually minting it. The minting process happens when somebody purchases it or when it's transferred. And so what that allows you to do is it allows you to make NFTs for zero cost because you're not minting it to the blockchain at that time. When you create it and you mint it to the blockchain, there's a cost involved with that. There's a gas fee involved with that. That happens upon purchase or transfer. So the OpenSea contract is really great in that way where uh, creators can make a bunch of NFTs for nothing, for zero cost. The, the cost gets absorbed by uh, whoever buys it in the process of it being transferred over, it gets minted as well. And so... It's really easy to take a JPEG, PNG, GIF, MP3, uh, video file. Um, there's a bunch of different formats that it'll allow. Mm -hmm. It's really easy to do that. And there's tons of just go on YouTube and search um, creating on OpenSea, right? Mm -hmm. And you could probably do it in about five minutes. That, that part is not hard. The hard part is developing a community. And like you said, marketing your stuff. Yeah. That is the key. And... Um, you know, you really need to get involved with the community. You don't need to buy a V friend for V friends to support your art. Right. You don't need to buy a deadhead for deadheads to support your art. You don't need to, but you do need to go into the community and talk and, and get to know those people and go into clubhouses and Twitter spaces and tell your story. Because mm -hmm. if people don't hear your story, then they don't know you exist. Right. And it can be the greatest art in the world. Right. But it, right. no one's going to see it because a lot of people are trying to sell their art in this way and more and more and more will. It's going to be a thing. The earlier you get in, the easier it's going to be for you to sell your art. If I were to come in with Vectorbots right now, it would be much more difficult than when I did eight months ago. And so and you can see that just in VFriends Discord alone, I used to be able to talk about Vectorbots a lot more. They've gotten more strict about how to how you shill. Uh, yeah. Shill is a term that people use when you're promoting, when you're self-promoting your things. And so um, the difficult thing is letting people know what you're about. Because even with my vector bots, like there's people that they, they know who I am and they've seen me online and I'm in the community, but they still don't know about my, my vector bots. So right. every day you got to keep telling your story every day. You got to keep going on, you know, yeah, talking today to people, I'm talking right? with you yeah, tomorrow. I should be doing something else. you got to just keep telling your story. And really when you buy a vector bot, you're investing in me. So yeah. you need to know who I am and, and you need to let people know who you are, what you're about, why you're making the art, what the intent is, because I think that really matters. You know, what, what I want to do with the vector bots long-term is mental health and things like that. And that speaks to people. And um, when I talk about it, people see the passion and they see that I'm genuine about it. And that really helps me. And I think that's been the driving force for me, my success personally. And when you look at other artists in the space, uh, if, you're an, if you're an artist and you want to create and you want to sell your art, you need to research. 
And you need to look at people like Ghost and people like Beeple, like successful people in the space. Yeah. How did they do it? And then, and then, you know, look at that. Like I would consider like the girl with the, with the tattoos, the girl with the NFTs is success. I would consider uh, what Dave Maximiata is doing successful. I would consider my project successful. I would consider a lot of people who are doing what I've been doing successful with it. And you can look at them and say, well, how are they doing it? And then a lot of people are doing it different ways. Yeah. Uh, Dave does things different than I do. He does a lot of poaps, you know, Gemma does a lot of different things. She's really great on Twitter, you know? So it's like, mm-hmm. just look at what other people are doing and then find your own groove too. Uh, Cause yeah. there's no, there's no set plan, yeah. but what I'm trying to do is just follow Gary's blueprint, what he created with V friends. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to make mine align closely yeah. with that because I really believe in, in what well, he's doing. I want, to, I want to talk a little bit more about your project and what you are doing, but it sounds like lots of different ways to go about creating art, or you may already have art or a photo or whatever it is, and you can easily get that up on OpenSea before even paying the gas to mint it until you know you have someone yep. that's going to take it, or you're going to send it to someone, you're going to sell it. Like you said, there's videos on that. And there's, there's all kinds of opportunities. And what I've seen that you do pretty well, like you mentioned, you're going into communities and talking to people and always marketing, always talking about your stuff in, in I think, a, a humble way and in a great way. But you got to keep putting in front of people. You can't assume that people are going to know because I met you, interacted with you, kind of knew you had something. But then I started seeing your posts on Instagram and I was like, oh, this sounds really cool. Let me go grab one of these. And I saw a video you did on Instagram and then I went and bought one of the vector bots. And I'm like, cool, I'm involved in this now. I'm in the, the jumps in the discord and I see all the stuff you're doing there, how much you give back. And you're, you're trying to help people, not just talking about your project, but you're always talking about Here's opportunities, you know, in the NFT space, this thing is minting, or this is a good price over here. If someone's looking to buy something else, you know, you're, you're looking to add value beyond just trying to sell your thing, which I got to imagine a lot of people in there appreciate. I take it personally, man. When you buy a vector bot, like, I take it personally, like I need to deliver that value back to you Um, because what you guys have done for me has been significant in my life. You know, like I took this little bit of ETH dust and I bought a cool cat and that one cool cat was able to make me give me the financial freedom. I like to, to take a few months to take a half a year and really go after it. Like, you know, I, I just lucky I was, I took that ETH dust and I mentioned four world of women, like, Wow. You know, like he jumped into some good collections. I mean, last I recorded this I, in I, January. I, the only problem I've had, Andy, is yeah. selling too early. Right. I bought three dead fellas. I bought 11 lazy lions. I bought like, I don't know. I bought, I just bought some deadheads. So here we go. We're going to the moon, I guess. Yeah. But these are <laughs> I all really like what they're doing lately. I've been everything you're naming has gone up. World of Women, you said you minted for probably 0.05. Right now they're at nine ETH, I think, floor, something like that. Again, these yeah, are going up and down all the fair. time. Check this when you listen to this episode. Deadfellas, you know, went up. You know, the other one you mentioned, oh, Cool Cats is over 10 ETH now, I think. I sold mine for 11. That's and awesome. then I, so I sold my Cool Cat for 11 and then I hit ETH at high at like four, four, 4,400. And then I was just sitting and I was waiting. I'm, I'm actually really happy that ETH dropped. <laughs> I, yeah. was like, I was like, yay! Because yeah. like when I, when it kept going up, I was like, ah, oh, you know, because when you sell 11 ETH, every hundred is a thousand, you know? That's right. So, Tell me about VectorBots. Like, what's the inspiration behind it? What are you trying to create with that? And, you know, where, where are you yeah. going with it? Thank you for asking about the VectorBots because I, I love it. The Rare Robot is a character in VFriends that Gary created. It's the video that I watched that got me into VFriends. Mm. I watched him draw this robot out 
And people all the time, the biggest knock on V friends is, oh, it looks like a seven-year-old drew it. Basic or, art. Yeah, it's just it's a doodle. terrible, blah, 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 whatever. I, art, good art makes you feel and think things. And that art drawing, is art. yeah. And in that, and, and also when someone says something is not art, then that almost always means that it is because <laughs> art should always be questioning like what art is. And if you're questioning if it's art, then you're already thinking about it. It's in your head. Right. It's already art. Long before NFT days, just visiting contemporary art museums and asked, how is this art? Right. <laughs> like, wondering, but it's all context. If it's they art. put it in an art gallery, it's art. Right. If they but say if it's, art, think if it's I art, say it's art, then yeah. it's art. Here's That's all you have to do. On a plate. <laughs> Yeah, but, just say it's art and then it is. Because right. if you say if you try to say it's not, then we've already then you've right. already proven my but, point. But people like look at NFTs like, oh, this is silly. I'm like, this has been going on for a long time. People have been making oh, I love, stuff. Uh, people collect common. rocks, Andy. People collect but, rocks. That's right. Like people collect bugs. And that's not weird. That's like a normal thing. Yeah, so, exactly. I mean, the best thing about NFTs is like they don't get damaged. They they don't like they don't take any physical space up right yep. and physical space is a huge thing right um, right so, so go get I, let's know. get back to vector bots though like yes I'm sorry I'm sorry yes um so the rare robot like influenced me and started to spark the design so if you look at the alphabet he's got like the mouth of the rare robot kind of designed around that and then each one of the characters A through Z represents like a different walk of life and the alphabet character sort of represents me as a person and as a robot. So what I want to do is I want to tell different stories using these bots to help uh, social emotional learning, but also help um, teach technical things like onboarding into Web3, uh, how to use Adobe, how to use Photoshop, how to use Illustrator, use these bots in an online curriculum uh, for not only Adobe, but also Web3 navigation type things like that. And so, um, you know, I've developed all the bots A through Z and, you know, right now I'm doing X, Y, and Z and, and they're from a different planet and they speak Spanish and there's, and they, they stay kind of together in their own group. So there's like, you know, teaching at Boone, it's, it's like 60% Hispanic students. And, yeah. you know, the ones that speak only Spanish, they'll stay together. And I wanted to talk about like things like that. Um, the beta character is a character that is a twin brothers to alpha, but they don't look the same because beta reinvented himself and changed the way that he looked and changed his name. Mm. So there's like different things about the characters that are unique. For instance, Tango has ADHD and we talk about that. Uh, Delta is going to be um, having autism. Like they have these, they have these things, but where, we where do you talk about these things? How would people know that when they find the, you, if you read the metadata, if you read the description in the vector okay. bots, I'm telling the story okay. in the tokens, I'm telling the story through the NFTs. And um, I'm also still in the infancy stage just like gary's project where he's just got the sketches of these like this is the first version of alphabet this is the first version of beta this is the yeah. first version of charlie and so the community is helping come together and sort of tell the story of these characters and then what i want to do is once i i make my smart contract and i mint out i'm going to hire you know animators and voice actors to come in and make you know video clips of the the, the, the bots you know right. interacting and telling stories and because as a teacher, uh, for the last six years, I've been a teacher uh, up until just recently, you know, we had to do social emotional lessons and they were five hours mandated by the government. We had to do five hours of it and they were really bad. Yeah. They were basically online curriculum where you just click the button and the kids go through this and they're really cringy videos and the kids like hated it mm. and it was taboo and nobody wanted to do it. And it's just like, there's got to be a better way to sort of 
instill these values, instill this um, ideology of acceptance and understanding, not just towards other people, but for yourself, yeah. you know, especially because I know that people like you are very kind to others. I think people like you and me, maybe the the biggest hurdle that we we come across is like accepting ourselves, mm. um, you know, and our faults because everybody's got them. Yep. And so sometimes we beat ourselves up and, you know, we even the words and we the terminologies that we use with ourselves, like calling yourself stupid or saying, oh, you know, I'm an idiot. We're like, just comparing ourselves all the time to other people. Right? All the time. Like, oh, look what this person's doing. Why, you know, why can't I do that? Like, look, oh, exactly. Tim's creating this great collection. Like, I know how to do art. Why, why am I? Why am I not doing that? Exactly. But all the yeah. time. So that's that's the kind of the goal is to just really raise awareness for acceptance. And it really in a school setting, I, I kind of think back to like those posters when I grew up that had like celebrities and it would say like read and it would have like yeah. a celebrity with like a book or whatever i want to yeah. i want to have like posters with like alphabet and it'll say like be helpful and mm-hmm. then like you know beta bot and it'll say be yourself and then yeah. each one of the characters is going to represent you know something and like the juliet characters like strong female leadership you know there's a bunch of each character kind of represents one thing Ooh, i've got um, a couple ideas for you well, yeah <laughs> let's talk Absolutely. after we stop recording We're, so you have been just a like give more insight maybe to other create people that are thinking about creating, because sometimes I think we, we look at what other projects are out there, like V friends, or you mentioned deadheads or dead fellas, or, you know, all these collections that we've heard of generally they launch with 10,000, what's called a PFP, right. For profile picture, like all different generative versions, you're doing something different. You're not trying to come out with some big launch. You're essentially releasing a handful at a time, right? And iterating as you go and having like different levels and different series that people can buy into, right? Yeah. And then the eventual goal is to have a bigger collection. So my plan currently is that anybody that buys a vector bot in this collection, this open C using open C to make your smart contract with the lazy minting. So I'm going to make 555 of these bots. I've already made up, I think I'm at 270. So I'm a little over halfway. And once I get those 555 done, my plan is to, after VCon, launch a smart contract that has 5,555 vector bots. Uh, and I'm, I'm working on a website where you build the bot yourself. You select the head, the body, and the arms, and then it mints it for you. So it wouldn't be a blind reveal. You'd actually have ownership and you'd create your own bot based on the rarity of, you know, it'll give you like 10 random heads and then 10 random bodies, and then you'll get to choose. Um, so I'm still figuring all that out, but yeah, I, I do want to go bigger because I feel like in order to do what I really want to do, I'll need to, to get it to be a little bit bigger than it is. And I, and I do believe that, you know, 10,000, I think is a little bit much, but I think 5,000 is a little bit more, you know, 10,000, yeah. it doesn't always have to be 10,000, you know, right. these PFPs. And it seems like some of them, the more successful ones are a little bit smaller, it seems. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So for anybody that is thinking about creating their first NFT, maybe they have experience as an artist, they've done painting or drawing in the past, or they're a photographer, any other advice you would give to like help them get started and, and getting their stuff out there? Yeah. Join my discord, get a hold of me, get a hold of somebody like me Yeah, because everybody in this space, the one thing that I've found is people are very free to share their information and to share. And, 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 explain how to do things and walk you through it. Because if you've never set up a MetaMask, it might be confusing to you. If you've never listed an item or you don't know how to set these traits or you're a little confused on a certain thing, it's it's nice to be able to just in the moment be like, 
hey, what's this about? Or can we jump on the chat and talk? So find a community that you can kind of use to lean on, whether that's in the vFriends. I would pitch the vFriends Discord, but I find that it's very overwhelming for me. It's overwhelming. At this point, there's like over 200,000 people in there. And I I find I can't even go into the general chat because it's just like so fast. 100% agree with you. And I think that what what people should do then is to find a subsection of that there's a there's a project called NF Daddies, which is run by Ron Jordan, who is in the member of the of VFriends. And that's a, a they're running through like they're even showing you how to build your own smart contract. So there's people out there that know more than I do yep. that are totally willing to help you for free. And uh, all you need to do is seek them out. And if right. you're having a hard time seeking them out, you Andy's probably got my information listed. Yeah, on connect with Tim and you know, to, to, to find you. Your, your collection, obviously, if, if you're looking, by the way, I get uh, another question I get from people is, hey, I'm ready to buy my first NFT. I only have $300 or $250, 0.05 ETH, roughly something like that. Tim's collection, a great candidate. I think if we go on OpenSea right now, as I'm recording this, it's VectorBots, V-E-C-T-O-R-B-O-T-S, all one word. And I think the cheapest right now is 0.025. And I know they run yeah. up from there. So yeah, pretty cheap, you know, and, and what I plan to do is everybody who buys one, I, I'm going to mint the smart contract at 0.055. Anybody who buys one is going to be whitelisted for that. And they're going to get one for free. So however many vector bots somebody owns, I'm going to put it in the contract. It's going to check your wallet for vector bots. You'll just pay gas and you'll get them for free. Like I, all I want to do is give back to the people that believe in me. Yep. Honestly, at this point, Andy, I'm making more off flipping than I am off my own art. I just want my art in people's wallets. I just want to grow the brand and give back to the people who believed in me and gave me the ETH that I needed to be as successful as I am now. I still love the project. I love everything about it, but I am not doing it for the ETH. I'm yeah. not making VectorBots for the ETH. I'm doing it because I want to help educate. I'm doing it because I want to grow the brand and and really build this thing. So, you know... <laughs> Just over a year ago, if anyone ever said to me, I'm not doing it just for the ETH, I'd be like, what are you talking about? But now we live in NFT world. So that's VectorBots, again, V-E-C-T-O-R-B-O-T-S, one word. The VectorBots Discord under the same name, right? And people can find you under, is it the same name on Twitter if you want to find it's you on Twitter? VectorBot Tim. Uh, VectorBot it's Tim. VectorBot Tim on Twitter, VectorBot Tim on Instagram. Just shoot me a DM. I'll, I'll send you a link to the Discord. And I mean, there's only like a hundred people in the Discord. Yeah, sir, and, and the thing, people. like, like I said, your Discord is much more approachable than a V Friends with two hundred thousand. You can go in there, you can ask a question. Tim or someone will answer. He's well, sharing. Not you only- said something about the world of women, like you missed an update in the world of women Discord, and you saw it through my Instagram. So just following me on my socials, like I'm gonna yep. put things in there that you might miss or or something like that. So because there's just so much information going on, it's like easily to miss something. Oh yeah. So. Yeah. What I like to do in my Discord is just kind of be like, hey, this is going on. This is going on. It's just like helps people kind of distill that information into something like condensed, you know, a nice little vitamin that you can take. Um, so you don't have to go to all these other places or you can just say, hey, did you hear anything about this or what's the latest on this? And right. Because um, it, it, like you said, VFriends Discord or, or like Board Ape Discord, some of these discords with so many people in it. And everybody's got their own agenda. And I, I have my own agenda. Trust me. I want to sell Vectorbots. I want to grow Vectorbots. But right. My part of my agenda is educating and helping you because if I can, you know, a lot of people that were in my discord bought lazy lions, that's working out pretty good for them. And they're taking that ETH that they got from lazy lions and they're helping out vector bots. So it's, it's in my best interest to help, cool. just like Gary, right? Yep. 
Yeah. Gary's like, yep. hey, maybe you want to mint this World of Women project. It might be in your best interest. Okay, yeah. I minted four of them. Was a great idea. Was a great idea, man. Okay. <laughs> well, we got to wrap this up. I want to do a separate sure. episode with you about finding the best projects to, to mint because you have picked some gems. You've done very well in that way. But Tim, this has been great. Thank you so much for Thank coming you, on. Everybody listening, if you're looking to connect with Tim, again, VectorBot Tim on Twitter and Instagram and VectorBots, V-E-C-T-O-R-B-O-T-S, all one word on OpenSea. Tim, thanks again for being here. Thanks, Andy. I appreciate you, man. 